Welcome back to the Paranorm Girl podcast. I am your host, Kristen. If you cannot tell by that intro line, I am sick. I have been battling the most vicious mystery illness for a couple of weeks now. It even took my voice at one point, which is sincerely the best for podcasters when that happens. But I got it back, and though I can't hear anything out of my ears and probably sound like Kermit, I was so excited to get behind the mic again and get the new episode out to you guys. That being said, I appreciate you guys tuning in, and I appreciate your understanding and patience with this voice. I shall keep today's intro very short. Today, I will be speaking with a fellow paranormal podcaster whose family refers to her as the ghost magnet. And for good reason. She's got stories for days of the paranormal experiences she has had all of her life, including poltergeist activity, a resident ghost, and a very scary encounter she had as a child with a cryptic creature. Following a word from today's sponsor, I will introduce her and bring her on for ya. Summer's coming. Is your man ready to unveil his beach bod? Our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure his body is ready for the wild with their game-changing grooming and hygiene products. Don't have your man be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers' chest hair, unless you are, you know, totally into that. I don't know. I don't know. And if he has a little winter dad bod, the least you can do is make sure he smells nice and is well-groomed. It's time to get your man ready for hot boy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off, plus free shipping with the code PNG. Manscaped is dedicated to helping men level up their full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. We have talked about the Performance Package before. The Perfect Package 4.0 comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out his grooming routine. Whether minding his chest hair or below it, their trimmer is the best on the market and features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair on loose skin, hello, and reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology. And ladies can use it too. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PNG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code PNG at manscaped.com. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself and your man a favor and help him upgrade his self-care. My guest is a podcaster, movie reviewer, and horror aficionado. Catch her and her co-hosts every week on the Three Haunted Podcast, diving into the spooky and the spiritual, the supernatural and the metaphysical. If it goes bump in the night, on screen or in legend you will find a fascinating and funny exploration of it on her show. She joins us today to talk about Three Haunted and some of the topics that they cover, as well as share her personal experiences with the mysterious. Please enjoy my conversation with Ashley Lunar Goddess. I go by Ashley Lunar Goddess. That started as a joke a long, long time ago because I absolutely love anything that has to do with the moon. I'm not just like the shape of it, the look of it. I feel um, as silly as it sounds, I feel like almost like an energetic connection to the moon, its phases. I think it's beautiful. 
Uh, I loved researching the science behind the moon, but I also love the lore attached to the moon. So that's typically when you listen to our podcast, you see me kind of ebb and flow. I go down hard into the science of things, but then I also go right up into the metaphysical and whereas we call it the woo-woo of things. And so, and I like to fill all the spaces and in between. So uh, with that said, people started jokingly, my friends started calling me Ashley Moon Goddess. <laughs> um, and then it eventually, you know, spiraled into Ashley Lunar Goddess because that sounded more ethereal. And honestly, um, I still sometimes have a hard time taking myself seriously when I say that. When I'm like, I am Ashley Lunar Goddess and I try not to laugh because I all I think is, good goodness, how like... <laughs> How pompous do I sound? <laughs> but it's all fun. It's all in good fun. So um, Ashley Lunar Goddess and we have the Three Haunted Podcast uh, and that has been around for, we're on our third season and it started with a group of us, a th- a three of us, hence the Three Haunted and we all became friends starting with the film world but figured out we all have a love for the paranormal, the horror, and everything else that encompasses in our, you know, title and in our intro, everything that goes bump in the night. So Okay, so you you said that it all started uh in the film world. Are do you all work in the film industry or or was it the the collective love of horror and and gore and and those types of films? I did listen That's- to one of your gore episodes. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, Actually, so two of us actively work in some aspect of the film world. So um, he's no longer a host on the show. Nothing bad. He just, good things. He got really overbooked with film. So (laughs) keeping up with the the, the podcast was a little too demanding. So we get him on where we can. But um, he's more of like a special guest versus a continuous host. He's an editor, a film editor. And um, then there's myself, and I do all sorts of aspects within film. I mostly work in commercial film these days. But I, you know, anything behind the camera. This face is not for the front of the camera. Oh, gosh. You're adorable. (laughs) Oh, thanks. And then our, our third host, who is currently still a host, he um, he's very much on the like writing end of things, but he's not actively, you know, he kind of does writing here and there, more of like a, a little side passion. And, um, but our host who does the side passion with writing, he is very much a paranormal investigator. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's how those two knew each other, actually. They knew each other through paranormal investigations, and they wanted to work on a horror project. So they talked to me. (laughs) (laughs) The expert. (laughs) I love the horror. And I grew up on horror. And anybody that listens to our podcast hears me go way too intensely on how much I love horror. Uh, <laughs> all the horror too, like cheesy horror, intense horror, all the horror, except zombies. It's <laughs> zombies are not my thing. No, you know, what's funny is uh, as I was listening to one of those uh, episodes, I can't remember which one it was, uh, it made me think, and and this is along with your uh, movie reviewing skills, uh, which are awesome. They're very <laughs> thorough and fascinating. Um, I my The first movie I was ever in was a B-horror 
it, it it ended up being a B horror film. It started out being genuinely like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then like by the end of it, I was like, I am so, so sad. I did this. This is awful. (laughs) (laughs) So don't ever watch Spaceship Terror. Oh, it's, I'm it's, so gonna watch don't that. Watch, now. Don't review it. I, I'm I telling you I right won't. now, it's terrible. Um, yeah, it's like it's like Saw in space on a spaceship. That sounds so fun. <laughs> That's my tagline. <laughs> Saw on a spaceship. I'm about it. Like I will watch it. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So you you had never done any podcasting prior to this. I saw a, a notice that you put up. You were like, I. Um, you know, you were just really enthralled with the journey of it. And I love that aspect because I think of this all as a journey. It's a growing experience. Um, how is it going for you? How is the journey going for you? Are you loving it? Are the things that you just ugh, like you want in and you want out? <laughs> so I'll be honest, before mm-hmm. we decided to do a podcast, I was like, I don't listen to podcasts. Those are lame. I'm just putting it out there, being candid. I was I had a chip on my shoulder, like really podcasts. People that just want to talk about themselves to themselves—that was awful. I had such a judgy little hat on, um, but COVID, COVID hit, and we had all uh, the three of us wanted to work on a project with each other. And originally, it was going to be film, but because COVID, and we're in three different locations, we originally were in the same location, but um, our film editing host he moved out to Atlanta. I moved out, you know, out of state as well. Um, we were in three different locations, shelter in place. It wasn't going to be a thing. We just, there weren't going to, we weren't going to be able to get permits or anything like that. So it was like, you know what, what can we do to stay connected? Cause the three of us wanted to stay connected, work on something creative and still, you know, s- still have fun. And our current co-host, uh, our, my current co-host, John, he's the one that was like, why don't we do a podcast? And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, I'll do it. And so we, I, I'm a researcher. Like I don't just like shoot from the hip. That's just not me. And no offense, not, not anything against those that do, but for me, I just can't. And so I had to OCD research everything, organize everything. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready. And so we did it. Oh my gosh, we were so not ready. Um, <laughs> foundation wise, we were good. But anybody like you, I'm sure, can relate. When you start something like a podcast, you have to figure out who you are, what's your voice, what's your consistent theme, what is or is inconsistency your theme. Like you have to feel that and find your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that first season, like the first half season, I'm just like – you listen to yourself and it's like, oh, we were little podcast babies. We were still <laughs> trying to find ourselves. <laughs> and, and, but that's part of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. That was part of the fun is like the struggles. Like everyone's like, wow, y'all have such a great rapport. You love each other. And I'm like, we do. But there were moments where we were like, I kind of hate you too. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. There there are days that go by that I'm just like, God, I wish I had a co-host. Like, this is so much work. <laughs> but there, you know, there's pros and cons to to be, just being on going solo and then and then having a, a little team, you know, people you can rely on. Yeah, and I think that for us, it helped us learn about each other and grow closer in a way we didn't know we could. And so now that we're, you know, three seasons in 
I love it. Like when we lost our host, that sounded like he passed. He did not pass. When our host had to focus on their <laughs> their job, um, we, you know, I was like, well, how are we going to stay with three? Mm-hmm. Because that's part of who our branding is, our, the number three. And then it was like, well, if we have a guest <laughs> – there's always at least three of us. Yeah. And so we're like, yeah, let's do that. And we had started flirting with the idea of guests because for us, it's like we need to find our brand before we even try and throw that onto unsuspecting, innocent people. Like, come to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we figured, started to figure ourselves out. But once we invited guests, we still learned more about who we are. And I feel like I'm always learning. But now I feel like I'm less – and I'm sure the guys can agree with this. I'm so less intense about like how perfect it has to be, like the every little thing. And now I'm just like, eh, whatever. We're good. <laughs> we're having fun. We're having conversations. That was good. Yeah, we're good. So I've learned to like ease up a bit on my expectations, not on them, but just like what I need to put out. Because for me, it's like one thing I've learned is as long as the story is good, as long as the conversation is engaging, and as long as we're being true to ourselves, people don't care if you hear something in the background. People don't care if the audio isn't like 100%. And maybe that's the film person in me where it's like, it all has to be immaculate. And so I love the process. And I, I don't see an into. I don't want out. I'm like, yeah. let's keep going as long as we can keep going, even if there are no listeners. Not that I want that, but even if that were the case, yeah. I still well, you, love you've got to you've got to love it first. Otherwise, there you can have a million listeners, and you're just not going to want to do it. Yeah. Um, maybe it is a film industry thing or something like like seeing. I don't know that 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 journey that you just described is very familiar. Like, I, I think I've let go of like being overly critical as well, and and just go with the. Flow. Oh, man. But yeah, you guys have um, some really awesome guests, very knowledgeable guests. Um, it's always funny. It's just always fun. It's a fun time. You guys also cover some really cool topics. Um, I just had a, a, a fun time going through and just I, like I told you, I was spot listening. But I mean, I, I, we're talking like 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 witchcraft and demons and then all of a sudden like like higher spirituality and ascension and astral projection. Um, one of my favorites that I caught was about the uh, paranormal games. And I know that's, yeah. a, that's a two-parter. Um, but uh, yes, a lot of those paranormal games, I, I actually covered a few of those at one point and they freaked me out so much. <laughs> so listening back through you describing them, like put me in, you know, PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> we seriously, I'm not going to lie, during paranormal games, um, I actually... Um, had like surfaces like mirrors covered in my office because I was freaking myself out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to repeat this game while looking at something. So <laughs> um, <laughs> they definitely – those are some of my favorite episodes, the Paranormal Games. I'm always excited to do it. That and the Urban Legends. I'm just like mm. – they creep me out. <laughs> did you – Um, you, you said you had played one. You you didn't know it till you described it, the egg yolk one. You had actually played it in your life. Mm-hmm. But were there um, – what were what were some of the games that you played after you did those episodes? Did you try any? No. No, <laughs> no and only because <laughs> – 
<laughs> the ones that we bring to the table, they're not, and I'm sure you know this listening to some and researching some, like the ones we bring to the table are really like, they're the heavy hitter ones. Like you're summoning demons or you're summoning something. And for me, I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to summon. Like, do I, so do I believe they'll work? 95% of me is like, no, but 5% is like, but what if it actually does happen? Yeah. Do I risk that? And yeah. so I, I talk myself out of it. I feel like John is more down. My co-host is more oh, okay. down to do like summoning things. Um, and Cause he's crazy like that, but um, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I can. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any that I would play. I think 11 Mile Road was the only one where I was like, I might play that. And they're just mm -hmm. like, are you crazy? Really? That one? And I'm like, but you're driving your car. And like, how? what are the odds that's actually going to happen? So, uh, and if it does, like, I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> it just didn't feel as like intensely terrifying to me, like playing hide and seek with the demon in your home. So Yeah. Yeah. The um, And the hide and seek, I think the hide and seek with the doll that yes. you that you and, stab uh, the doll like who does that <laughs> <laughs> and and the midnight game i think uh, out of all of the games that that i've i've heard uh the midnight game which people might not be familiar with that who are listening mm -hmm. right now if you want to would you give us just a brief overview of that oh, game i have to remember that one would you remind me that one they okay all yeah this together. one this one like screws with my head so hard um but basically you 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 write your name on a piece of paper uh you set it in front of a door you've got a candle you light the candle and then oh. there's there's some uh knocking. that's right and you have to knock on the door mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. it was oh because it, it varies there one that said like 23 times or something and one said 13 times mm -hmm. so it's, yeah there's it's, variations yeah yeah it's depending which which one you're playing you knock on the door that many times yeah and then i think you're supposed to blow out the candle afterwards right yeah like at a very um, specific time yeah i have to i would have to go back and get my notes because some of them start to blur because that's almost similar to the demon one yeah where you play hide and seek in your house and you've got the candle so <laughs> because i remember specifically the midnight one that you're talking about like they even reference in the game like write your own name because if you try to trick it and write someone else's name like it's extra bad for you it's yeah. extra gonna come after yeah. you so yeah so you're you're bringing this guy this midnight man midnight into man. your yeah. home so that you can basically do hide and seek with him but you've got this mm -hmm. candle and and the deal is you cannot let the candle go out otherwise right. he, he gets you <laughs> and the game thankfully the the game is finite like it, it does end if he hasn't gotten you by like i think it's like three or three thirty then you've won. You've won. Isn't that great? <laughs> you've survived. Yeah. But what do you get? You don't get anything. Unless you're playing it with a demon, in which case you get a wish. So it's... <laughs> I mean, pick your games wisely, folks. And and I think the demon one was even was very similar to the Midnight Man, but you summon the demon in your mirror, mm -hmm. in your bathroom. and um, But you, you have to carry a candle. And same thing, if it blows out the candle, you're done. Um, and you're playing hide and seek with this demon and they're like if you can survive between the hours of midnight and three playing hide and seek you get whatever wish and i'm like who thinks they'd honestly survive a demon hunting you in your home for three hours i don't think i'd survive three minutes much less three hours 
<laughs> I would give myself a heart attack in that situation. But uh, yeah, that was a new one for me. I, I didn't know about the, the demon uh, hide and seek one. At least you get a wish at the end. That is nice. It's so nice. Um, well, I don't know if you are going to achieve it. <laughs> so that that was that was my favorite uh, okay. topic. They're, they're all great, but that was my favorite topic and just had me enthralled. What is your favorite topic to cover? Because you do so much. It's such a wide variety. But what do you just absolutely love to talk about? I love to talk about scary movies of the 80s. I love 80s horror. Um, I love talking about paranormal games, urban legends. Just really it's all, you know, that we branched out with the metaphysical and um, we've started talking about a little bit of extraterrestrial, which is funny because those are actually our most listened to episodes out of all of them. It's a big uh, community um, that's just yeah. – and there's a lot of like – there's a lot of different factions of it all all working towards this. Like that's, that's what I'm talking about and like researching currently and it's just so – uh compelling <laughs> everything that I've come across so far like when I started I I didn't know about certain aspects of it and I'm still going through it like I haven't hit crop circles yet haven't hit men in black yet those are coming uh but it just never fails each new thing that I come up upon in this subject UFOs and aliens I'm just always kind of I'm intrigued by the end I'm like oh okay I see how this could be like yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just a really interesting subject that's just taken me by surprise how much I really enjoy it. I've been surprised at how much how more open to like being how more open I am to being open about ideas than I realized I was because mm-hmm. you know, based on my experiences, I have my own beliefs, right? Of like, okay, I believe in this, but when it comes to I've not been abducted by aliens. I have not been XYZ, so I feel like we all tend to be a little more skeptical about that. And then it's like, well, I check myself and I'm like, well, just because that hasn't happened to me doesn't mean that hasn't happened. Because how would I feel if someone's like, well, I've never had a paranormal experience, so it's not real. And it's like, that's rude. So so I've definitely found that I've opened, like, like you said, you just find how much it's all connected and like, hmm. Maybe there is more out there than I ever realized. So yeah, that's so like skeptical. I know I know a lot of people do think that way. Well, it's it's never happened to me, and and I you know I live in strict reality, and there you know there's no such thing as this other stuff. But you know, um, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Like I just read that yes. somewhere, and I was like, oh. Oh, I like that. (laughs) You know what? I I can believe in it. Um, I can believe that we are not alone in this universe. And I can believe that people are actually capturing proof of this stuff on video and and camera and all of that. I can believe that I haven't seen one for myself, at least that I think. I've never been abducted, at least that I know of. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, there's something out there, man. I agree. Um, and I actually had to, I pulled up my notes because I had the midnight man notes. It's 22 times that I had, uh, I was like, what was it? I'm mixing the numbers up. Um, it's 22 times. And you actually have to prick your 
finger and mm-hmm. put your blood, blood on the mm-hmm. yeah and I still don't get the point of the game other than is it just for a thrill and I think we kind of talk about that in the episode is why yeah. do people play these games yeah. because you don't get anything from surviving from the midnight man like if if I'm if I were to think about doing something like that the only reason I would ever do anything like that was so that I could have proof like uh, very like confirmation like okay. i cannot deny that there is something supernatural ha- chasing me through my house you know? i like that like yeah. it is concrete proof there is something else yeah like i wouldn't uh, do it for a thrill oh i know people do <laughs> i mean people go bungee jumping that's like you're plummeting <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i can't judge too harshly but it's just like we always say with the paranormal games Please don't play this, but if you do, you do it at your own risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, on the paranormal, so you've never had any experiences with UFOs, aliens, but not you that have, I know of. not that we know of, but you do have uh, some experience with the paranormal itself, the mysterious. Your family calls you a ghost magnet. <laughs> And I am intrigued. What happened, Ashley? What are they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) How long is this podcast? No, just (laughs) Um, I have had significant amounts of paranormal activity uh, growing up, and it started very young. And, um, you know, along the way, I'm in a, you know, I'm from a Hispanic culture and traditionally you don't really talk about that because if stuff like that is happening, at least where I'm from, that's not a good sign. It's like, it's not positive. And okay. so um, that was one of those things where it's like, shh, that's not real or no, that didn't happen or shh, stop talking about it. And so um, for me, I started learning at a very young age, just not to say it not to repeat it. So as an adult, this podcast like experience that I've had has helped me kind of remove some of that. But even now I catch myself sometimes like, oh, don't say anything. (laughs) And and then it's like, wait a minute. Yes, I can. And so (laughs) because if people think I'm crazy, they think I'm crazy and it will be what it will be. So um, as a kid, my first experience that I can remember very clearly was being um, very young and um, we had lived with my grandmother and she had turned this duplex home into one big home. She had both sides and knocked the middle wall out and turned it into a home, a big home. And everybody was in the living room. It was past bedtime. Everybody was in the living room adults wise. And I was asleep. I don't know why, but I was alone in my mom's room which was around the corner. And she had this heavy king size bed, like old wooden with the big like glass or mirror behind it. And it was, it was big. It's not something I could move. I was pretty young. And the reason I say that is because (laughs) this is something that was loud if it were going to hit the floor and also something I could not lift by myself or probably even with help. So I had been laying in her bed and I was by myself. I could hear people in the living room and I could see the light of the TV from the living room, but the room I was in was dark and I was feeling really just uneasy. Like something was bothering me and I didn't know what yet because I didn't know what spidey senses were yet. 
And so <laughs> I was just like, something's wrong. I'm a little kid, but I remember this. I'm like, something's wrong. And then I kind of froze because something just hit me. Like, don't look at the door, the doorway. And I'm like, okay, I looked at the doorway. <laughs> it's like, don't look over there. I look. And there's this, because the, t the light source is coming in from the living room and it's like a lower dim light because of the TV, all I see is a silhouette. And it's uh, because it's backlit. And I see this really large creature. And the reason I say creature is because my grandma had cats, but this looked much bigger than a cat. Mm -hmm. But it was on the ground like a, an animal. Okay. And for me, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what's in the house? <laughs> like, but that's not the size of grandma's animals. <laughs> and because um, it looked almost more like the size of a dog. And, but it didn't look like a dog, if that makes sense. And so, but it started growling very, very loudly at me. And I'm thinking, this animal's going to attack me. But in part of me, I was like, that's not an animal. <laughs> okay. That, that um, was the feeling that you had in that moment. The feeling okay. I had is, is that something that's not, um, not a dog, not a cat. That's something I should be really concerned about. Okay. And so it lunged, like attacked lunch, but it went under the bed. And um, here's where I, why I described the bed. The bed from the size of the creature, ish, it sounds silly saying creature, but the size of that, it lifted and then slammed down onto the ground. Whoa. Okay. okay. I don't know how that's a thing, but mm -hmm. that's what happened. Mm -hmm. um, and my grandmother had wooden floors, so it was loud. Wood on wood, this heavy bed lift, and then wham. And I am like, I'm like, I need to get out. It's underneath me, and I'm like frozen and I'm trying like I'm I started crying because my grandma runs in and she sees me like frozen up and I see her and I'm like I jump as far as I can off of the bed towards her and run out of the room and she's yelling at me this whole time that like I'm not supposed to be jumping on the bed because she heard the the mm -hmm. slam. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to be jumping on the bed and I'm in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm in trouble. Send me to your room. <laughs> like I didn't even care about being in trouble. And I was like sobbing. They didn't believe me. And they're like, you were jumping on the bed mm -hmm. because they themselves, everybody in the living room had heard the bed slam. They assume I'm jumping on the bed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. really? I'm by myself jumping on my bed in the dark. But, um, to this day, no idea what that was, but that was the first thing I remembered. Um, so you just but, left, you left that room and you did not go back to look and you never saw it again. Um, not that, no. My grandma's house had definitely a lot of activity that I experienced, um, different kinds of activity, but that was the most like visceral one of mm -hmm. just pure terror. And I think that's why I remember it to this day is because it was just pure terror and then having that validation because everybody else heard that. And yeah. at that point, I had been laying down and it's just like, oh my gosh, it's going to eat me. It's underneath me. What's going to happen to me? <laughs> Do you I don't think, know what it was. I mean, you, you must have thought about this. Do you think maybe it was a cryptid or was it something that was just wanted to look scary? I don't know because we've talked about creatures that are dog-like. 
um, that have come up, you know, the, there's this, um, it's come up where someone else has told us there are creatures called like noumena that when they describe it are very similar to that, but, um, that other people have experienced. And so for me, I'm like, I had, there's not enough out there, right? Like I Googled, we have done like YouTube, we've tried to find more about it, but there's just, it's either you've heard it or you haven't. But I think a lot of people have encountered like these dog-like creatures that don't really look like dogs, but you would think size-wise and like speed and stuff that people would associate, oh, that's a dog. But then they think about it and they're like, wait, that that was not a dog. <laughs> so is, is that like where Chupacabra would theoretically fit? Is it like a family of things? I've never heard of it. It's a Numena? Numena, yeah. And that's, that. you know, the people that I've, I've only come across two people that actually feel like they have come across knowledgeable about it have said that they're more like, um, they're creatures drawn to energy, high sources of energy, like areas. Like if something's about to happen or energy's building up in a spot, they kind of like moths, they're kind of like creatures that gravitate to that, but they're kind of gnarly little creatures. And, um, John, my co-host, had experienced that when he was in Jerome. His daughter experienced that, I think, in Colorado. And, like, to them, they're like, well, it looked like dogs. But I don't think – and then you – I describe, like – because I'm more of an energy person. I'm like, the energy about that is nasty. It felt nasty. And, like, um, that's, I think, what startled me more is it just felt really nasty. And so okay. – um, who knows what that was? Maybe it was one of those. I don't know. Um, maybe it was just a creature, a hellhound. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many ideas out there, right? Of like creatures. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was something. And in some aspect, it had physicality because it was able to move a physical thing. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's. I've never had a story like that before. That is so interesting. Weird. Yeah. Well, and. The thing that's always, and this is where my family comes into play with the ghost magnet. That probably wasn't really a ghost, but to uh -huh. me it was par paranormal in some way, supernatural oh, sure. in some way. Yeah. And um, and it wasn't my grandma's cats. <laughs> but because <laughs> I think she did look for the, she was yelling at me. It was just the cat. And she went and there was no cat in the room. I refused to go back in the room. Mm -hmm. She did go into the room to prove me wrong. But because I refused. I'm like, you could drag me in there. I'm not staying in there. I was... I was dead set and I was pretty scared of my grandma, but I was that like, you're not do what you got to do, but I'm not going in there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. Uh, she was like, it's just the cats, but there was no cats in there according to her. So she's like, well, it probably left. I'm like, really? <laughs> Where? <laughs> we, we came out the only way you can get in. Find this but, cat, grandma. <laughs> find it. But, um, Okay. Was, well, what are what are the uh, you you said that your grandma's house was especially haunted? Was that where the bulk of your activity took place? No, actually, I'm, I've been I've lived in quite a few homes. Probably more often than not, have I had experiences in homes. Um, not to say every single home, but darn near, <laughs> I've had some sort of activity, and that's why they're like you're a little ghost magnet. Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard so someone has actually told me that people that have consistent experiences they're drawing it in versus the home itself being haunted right and i'm like well if i if i'm drawing it in i'd like to find the button that turns it off but <laughs> um 
<laughs> I don't think I get the, you hear the people that are like, oh, grandma came to visit to say goodbye before. And I'm like, no, that's, that's you don't not want that. <laughs> Those are my ghosts. Oh, okay. That'd be cool oh, okay. if I had the happy ones. But um, there was one home that I lived in when I was in high school. And that one, it was, it didn't matter which room. <laughs> I was in because I'd started in one room, ended up taking over my sister's when she moved out. But the, my sister's room had the mirrors on the closet doors and my bed faced it. And you could see just shadows jumping, no matter if it was daytime or nighttime and in the mirrors. Oh, no. and I know some people say, well, the lights flicker. That's what you're seeing. But I'm like, these were pretty distinct shadows. But sure. Um, to the point where other people who don't quite own up to believing in ghosts would come hang out in my room and they're like I don't like being in your room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would leave I was used to it so I'm like yeah, whatever it's just it's the lights because that's the thing I do I will over logic something because I'd rather say it's something ridiculously over logical than it's a ghost well and that you know that makes sense too if uh People like to think that if you focus on something, a certain phenomenon or, or aspect of the paranormal, you literally attract it. Like you you just open up that connection to it. So it would be smart if you don't want to see it is to, you know, over logicalize and yep. and give it a yeah, yeah, give it a reason, a physical reason that that is happening. Exactly. Because it's like, pay attention to me. And I'm like, no, I don't there is no me. <laughs> That's the light. And <laughs> so I would just ignore it. I didn't care. But um, we were going to move. And we had been there a while. But when my mom's like, we're moving, for some reason when she told me that, I was like, oh, no. And she's just like, what? And I'm like, the house isn't going to let me move. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, mom, it's a feeling I have. This house doesn't want me to go. And she's like, and my mom, of course, at that point in time, Times have a change since then. But at that point in time, she was like, Ashley, this has to stop. You need to face your fears. This paranormal thing you think is not real. It has to stop. And I'm like, she's like, you're going to stay. You're going to face your fears. Because I asked her if I could go stay with my aunt until they moved. No, you're going to face your fears. So she made you stay. So I stayed. Um, We're moving weeks, you know, we're packing, we're doing all this stuff. Well, there was one Saturday where we were going to move. I think we were set to move out like four days later or something. There was a Saturday. All my family had come because we're a big Mexican family. And they're like, we'll help you pack up the kitchen. So they're all cooking and hanging out and doing the kitchen. And I could hear them. And I had gone. It was like kitchen, hallway, my bedroom, bathroom on the opposite side. So there I, I go to take a shower and the wall that the bathroom is shares the wall with the kitchen where like stove and everything is. So I am one of those people that love to just blast music when I'm in the shower. Cause then I don't hear how badly I'm sinking along to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I put the radio on top of the, um, the top of the, Toilet seat, you know, the the edge or whatever that's called. I can't think. What are words? And so <laughs> I put that on there and I'm like, put on the music, feeling good, get in the shower. I'm in the shower and precisely the moment that I get a feeling of dread, 
like just this dread overcame me. The shower turns ice cold. Oh, girl, so, you are sensitive. So for me, I'm like, oh, and most people would like, let me fix the water. Mm-hmm. And the feeling hit me so intensely that I was like, I have to get out. Okay. I didn't touch the water. It was still running. I slide open the door because I'm like, I'm getting out. Something's just like, go. So I open the door, go, like to step out. I did not step out because the radio flew across and slammed into the wall. What? Yeah, no joke. And so I stepped back in. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, you don't want me to leave the shower? I'll, I'll stay in here. <laughs> Shivering your butt off. But about that time, because shares the wall with the kitchen, everybody heard that because that's how loud it slammed into the wall. And they came so running in they and come told you to stop jumping on the bed. No, they right? <laughs> no, my mom, like the door flies open. Thank uh-huh. goodness I left it unlocked. But she flies, the door flies open. And I'm like, because I'm holding my breath, jump out, grab the towel. And I was like, I told you and run across her into my room and slam the door. I'm like, everybody saw me naked, but I don't care because I am just like, (laughs) I told you. And um, I I don't know what like in that moment went through her because all I know is I'm sitting on my bed in my towel. Like I'm just, this is where we're at. Mm -hmm. And she walks into my room and she's like, okay, you can go stay with your aunt. <laughs> okay. So that was the moment that, that you was, mom- I think one of the moments where she's like, I don't know what the hell just happened, yeah. but something is just, and her, you know, her significant other at the time was just like, Oh, it slid off the toilet. I'm like, yeah. And hit the wall and broke into pieces. Like, mm-hmm. th- or like part of it broke. It's like, Okay, sure. It did. That's what happened. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and my mom's like, whatever it is, she need just let her. She's going. Okay. And I'm like, thank you very much. And I packed it back. <laughs> so that was that the only poltergeistic uh, activity that took place there? That's. I mean, that's pretty hardcore. That was hardcore. Um, no, there have been some other weird things that happened that um I can't explain. But in terms of moving items like that yeah i think that was the only okay the only thing so there was some that was probably the house with the most activity um in terms of just hey i'm here (laughs) but that uh that was i'm just like if that could never happen again that would be awesome (laughs) (laughs) okay well okay if you were the ghost magnet are there things still happening today yeah, but I think my husband might be the magnet. Oh, that twist. A twist in the story. Plot twist. <laughs> only because um, I used to think, honestly, he was my buffer. Okay. I always thought, like, because the activity seemed to be way less once we were living together and say it was, like, sometimes still present, but way less. And it's like, I almost felt really cupped. To an extent, and I'm like, "Ooh, he's my buffer. He doesn't believe. He doesn't believe, and he's attracting." Here's why I think it's him. Okay. Um, we he, we have this ongoing joke that we have a ghost of um non-essential electronics because stuff turns on, and it he used to try to logic like 
It's people's Bluetooth, someone's whatever. But um, it doesn't make sense in certain aspects where I'm like, how did that? (laughs) So for example, that started happening when we lived in uh, Minnesota, we had this house and we had gone on a trip and this was towards the end of when we lived there. So we were actually getting prepared to move. Um, We had gone on a trip to visit family, came back. And when I walked in the door, I was like, oh, and he's just like, what's wrong? And I'm like, this doesn't feel like my house. And he's like, what do you mean this doesn't feel like your house? And I was like, you know, when something's your home and you've settled into it, whether you believe in this stuff or not, whether you believe in energy signatures or not, there is a, when you walk in your home, there's just a sense you get. This is home, my home. I'm all over. This is my home. When we walked in, I'm like, this feels like someone else's home. Like I just walked into a stranger's house and he's like, well, that's weird. And I'm like, I can't shake it. Like we were walking through the whole house. He's like, maybe it's because we visited family. I'm like, okay. But all that evening, I'm just like, mm-mm. I feel like I'm a stranger walking through this house. Yeah. Like this, this feels weird. And I've never felt that before in my own home. And we've been there a while. <laughs> so um, I was like, but okay. And he tried to logic, you know, well, we were on a trip. That's what it is. Okay. Well, that night, go to bed. Mind you, we've lived here and we were in that home for over a year. Um, so this had never happened. We have a, we had a light and a fan that was connected to a remote and that was by the bed. So I would turn it off at night and then we go to bed. Well, at midnight, it went on. Just in the middle of the night? Middle of the night, midnight. Oh. oh and no. I was like, what? And so I, tur- <laughs> I turned it off and um, he's like, it was probably someone's remote to the garage. And I'm like, but our neighbors, they, one, that's never happened. And two... Our neighbors or garage is like, wait, like maybe, I guess the one on their other side is it could be theirs maybe, but it's midnight. And he's like, well, they get home late. I'm like, okay. And so we went to bed. We didn't have anyone behind us. So I knew that like there was nothing from that direction. And the next night we're asleep, midnight, boom, it turns on. And I run to the window to see if our neighbors are you know, coming home because you could see their garage. Nope. No one's there. Lights are off in the neighborhood. So I'm just like, neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, well, that's weird, but it's fine. Third night happens. And I was like, that's it. And I flipped the switch off completely. And I'm like, if it goes off and that switch like is off, if it turns on and that switch is off, I'm like, we're out. I will go stay in a hotel. It didn't. It didn't after that. But I'm like, so maybe there was something setting it off. Or maybe that's just easier to trigger than – because I think about like the EMFs and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. those things I think are easier to trigger if – it's paranormal activated, then, hey, ghost, flip that switch. <laughs> right, right. I like how, how calm your husband was. He's like, well, it's probably this thing that is highly unlikely with the remotes. And, oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, and around that same time, I would wake up at in the morning, go downstairs, and I saw I had this office that the TV was on in there. I thought he, because he wakes up stupid early, uh, and I mean like 4 a.m. He's crazy. By choice, he does that. And so I'm like, is he watching TV in here? I guess, but whatever. 
And finally, a few days later, I'm just like, hey, could you turn that off when you leave the office? Because that's weird. And he's like, I'm not turning that on. And I'm like, okay. And so um, I went downstairs to get something to drink. What diet? It was like 3 a.m. And it was on already. And I'm just like, what in the world? So um, was I I didn't catch the time frame for this particular. Were you still feeling like you were in a stranger's home? Was this? It was around. It was after that. Yeah, it was after that. Um, Because we moved within the next like I think month after that. So during that time, it did feel like it was odd. I felt like I was fighting it. <laughs> like, no, this is my home. Yeah. Stand your ground. Well, what do you, what do you theorize, like, caused that? Because it, it just came on so suddenly. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know. And for me, so here's where it kind of, like, segues. Because I thought maybe it's just something in that area. Because uh, someone said something to me a few months ago on a podcast that kind of resonated where ghosts don't haunt homes. They go where they feel most comfortable. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I kind of, okay. So for me, I'm like, did we just, something just kind of move over? I don't, I don't know. But we moved. I'm like, well, whatever it is, I guess it'll stay there. So, because we've never experienced that before in our homes. And then we moved here where we're at right now. And uh, I started noticing TV would randomly be on in my office. And I'm just like, oh, maybe that's – like I I tried to use his theory. Well, maybe someone next door has like a radio or remote that super extends and it's turning it on. I don't know. But I remember sitting in my office late one night working on some stuff and it turned on and I'm looking at my neighbor's house and I'm like, all their lights are off. And I'm just like (laughs) – it's the neighbor. (laughs) There is, um, there is a, a this idea that um, people, like certain people, just have this effect. Like living people have this effect on electronics. Like, have you ever known somebody like that where, the, like, they will literally walk by the microwave and it breaks, you know, or whatever? Like, have you ever heard of that? Like, certain no, people, but I, that, I, I don't what know what they're, I don't know what they're putting out into the world. Just higher levels of electromagnetic. <laughs> frequencies and they're Super destroying magnetic. all electronics that they come into contact with i i could have sworn to you like years ago i was one of those people because just like all of my electronics were just falling apart in my hands like Ugh. but yeah i've heard i have heard that that's that's maybe something you could think of too maybe that we're supercharged <laughs> i don't i don't know or, and that was that was the thing though is like it's it's fairly new because we've uh-huh. been together for a really long time and so it's just like what's and so he tried to make light of it he's like we have an you know ghosts of non-essential electronics and just to him it needs to be funny otherwise it gets scary and so i'm like sure that's it um but within the last few oh, had it been last like four or five months I was talking, I would smell cigar smoke in my office when I would walk in. None of us smoke cigars, but it smelled like very distinctly like cigar smoke. And I'm like, that's weird. We've been here a while. So it's not like stale from the room. It just, I would occasionally smell it. And I'm like, well, that's odd. And then I started feeling this energy. And for me, like energy, I'm I'm all about energy. I'm weird. Um, But Energy, sometimes if it's strong enough, I get a mental image. And um, 
And so for me, I was like, well, that's weird. I see a little Asian guy in flannel. <laughs> so random. <laughs> He's got a flannel like coat jacket thing on. And it's like, like, wow, I've got a really vivid imagination because I always over. <laughs> that's that if that's what you're seeing in your mind's eye. <laughs> I was like, well, I've got an imagination. And I always joke with my co-host, I'm like, it's not real or if it's real. So for me, it was like, well, if it's real, I think he's a little Asian guy with a little <laughs> 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 um, like, gosh, I sound crazy. But um, my husband who, again, up until recently really doesn't acknowledge ghosts being a thing, he said he had rounded the corner and could have sworn he saw this guy sitting at the table. And I'm like, what did he look like? And he just he described what I saw. No way. He's like, I think it was like, seemed like a, like a smaller guy, maybe like an Asian guy, like a grandpa. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like you did not and so we like I was like that's weird because he would never have acknowledged that like years ago and Mm -hmm. so he's like but I was probably tired I'm like yeah that's what it was and um recently because we uh we had an unfortunate incident where like our home got broken into and right at that time I told him it's weird and he's like what and I'm like I don't feel him anymore He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't feel his energy around. Like, I usually can feel like it almost feels like just this little guy shuffling around. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really feel him. And he's like, huh. And um, we didn't like TVs weren't going off, anything like that. None of that was happening. And I was like, hmm, who knows? And then we joked that he went to go haunt the burglars. And so <laughs> we're like, you don't mess with my family. Yes. And so, um, it was just a joke. It makes the kids feel better. But um, I think it was last week. I was asleep so hard. Or this past week. Um, he tells me the next day, I got to tell you something. I'm like, what? And I had told my daughter a week prior to that. I think Grampy Ghost, that's what we call him. I'm like, I think Grampy Ghost is back. She's like, why? I said, I don't know. It might be a fluke. But just I think this was last week. I was like, I, I just... I suddenly felt him like just shuffling around, like hey, he just showed up suddenly. Yeah, kind of like yeah. curious, like hey, yeah. you in there? Okay, cool. And then off he shuffled, and I'm like, I'm losing my mind. But that's what I feel. And she's like, oh, okay. And then a few days later, my husband, he's just like, man, you slept through that last night. I'm like, slept through what? And he's just like, which is weird because I usually am the lightest sleeper in the house. And he's like, yeah, I heard something like really loud. And I went downstairs to check it, and the TV was on, our big oh. TV, oh, our okay. main big TV. So not the little one that always – our main big one. He's like, and it was on loud. And uh, he's like, and I could have sworn when I turned the corner, I saw someone sitting at the chair. Oh, no. I was like, so- <laughs> Grampy Ghost is back. Grampy Ghost is back, and he's upgraded. He's like, now I got the big screen the big this TV. time. Okay. He's like, and- look here, family. And this you're welcome for dealing with the burglars. Okay. Right? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he went to haunt them and he's back. He's like, mission accomplished. Don't they're, worry. They're, they're in a mental asylum somewhere right now because they could have swore they saw a, a little Asian ghost in flannel. <laughs> I know. 
It's so random. But to be fair, we live in a highly populated Asian um, community. So for me, I'm like, is that, did I put that in my head or is that? But then when he describes the same thing, I'm like, oh, we got a grumpy ghost. <laughs> see, that's that's the, the confirmation and the, and the correlation that I really like to see about these stories. This just, just makes it so real for me um, and visualizing it. Um, this... Uh, this hour has gone by. I'm sorry, I blew your so hour fast. away. No, that's what that's what you're here for. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we are at the end. Yes. I think that is a great story to leave off on. So we'll we'll do our final segment. It's final questions, final thoughts, and then we will close it out. Sound Thank good? You. All right. Yeah. All right, my dear. So uh, I don't even remember it if I said you review movies. And you do awesome reviews of movies. <laughs> and I thought it would be fun to give you a couple of made-up movie titles. And they're based on horror films, but I've replaced a word in each. What are those called? Where, you know, you just write in the blank, you fill in. What's a <laughs> fill verb? Fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the I've Mad Libs. Mad Libs, yes. So I've replaced a word. I hope that the the, the listeners will pick up on this. Um, I've just got a couple of titles here for you. And I was hoping, Ashley, that you would... Just off the top of your head, give me give me a one line review or tagline, either either one, whichever one's easiest for you. So first first movie, new blockbuster of the summer, Cocaine Baby. And this is the horror genre. This is the horror. <laughs> oh bad. This could go so many ways. Um <laughs> All I can think of is don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Um. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> when don't tell mom the babysitter's dead comes comes to real life. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll accept it. Uh, next one. Last house on the blanket. Hmm. I feel like this feels more like an abstract horror we're going with here. So, Ooh. Ooh. yeah, I like it. I like the way you think. Last house, uh, last house on the blanket. So surreal, you'll be wrapped up in horror. Oh, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, we should have done this earlier. This is awesome. All right, <laughs> last one. Okay. World War P. In the world of zombies, where feminists have had enough. <laughs> I don't know why. But I went there. The, the phonetic spelling of feminist? <laughs> no, I was just thinking of, I, okay, so I'm a little obscene here, but I was thinking of a different letter for, a word for P. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a song by Prince called Pea Control. And so that's like where that came. I'm sorry. I no. went there. <laughs> I love it. I'll take it. All right. All right. Now we are moving on to your next question. Actual question. Uh, just curious, being into horror films as you are, what horror film could you watch on repeat? The Lost Boys. Ooh, I love that film. Comedy, horror, lots of quotable lines like it's to me 
It's a good marriage of repeat on horror fun. You get your gore. You get a little bit of suspense and terror. I, I love it. It's all good fun. Oh, oh I got to watch that again. So good. Keeper. All right. Final question. Um, ooh, because you did this one time. I caught one episode that you did, it and I loved it. Uh, tell us your worst paranormal joke. Make us groan. No. <laughs> oh. Oh, see, now I'm on the spot, so I'm having a hard time. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I give you a Halloween one? That's also yes. a scene. Yeah. Okay. Why can't witches have babies? Why? Because their husbands have Halloweenies. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out, by the way. <laughs> It's staying. <laughs> it's staying. I don't know why that would always, because it's uh, it could be Halloweenies, but whatever. <laughs> Either way. Oh my gosh, I have thoroughly enjoyed my time with you today, Ashley. Where would you like my audience to find you and tune into Three Haunted Podcast? Thank you. Um. So we have threehauntedpodcast.com where you can find links to all of our different episodes as well as you can find clickable links to our guests. So if you're curious about who they are and where to find them, they're on there as well as any kind of merch we have. But we are also on all of the streaming platforms. So you could search for the number three haunted all one word so three haunted and we will pop up we have a ghost on our logo you can't miss us all right and to close us out would you like to leave us with a final thought advice or wisdom no matter where you're at on your journey whether it be paranormal um, or starting a project always believe in yourself and be your authentic self because as long as you trust yourself, you can't go wrong. Living your largest, vibrant, internal truth, you will absolutely find your way. Ashley Lunar Goddess, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. You've been an amazing host, and I love talking to you. Thank you, Ashley, for joining me, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's chat, you're going to love her show. Be sure you subscribe to the Three Haunted Podcast wherever you listen, and enjoy, my dears. Find all links pertaining to my guest in the show notes. Was there something you especially appreciated or loved about today's show? Have you had a similar experience you would love to share? Send a message to paranormgirlpod at gmail.com or message me on all socials at Paranorm Girl Pod. I look forward to hearing from you. That is a wrap for today. Time to go rest my weary bones and vocal cords. I'll see y'all back here next week. Until then, my friends, stay safe, keep the nightlight on, and sleep with one eye open.